0: be reading Welcome to We'd Rather Be Reading. I'm Jerrica. I'm Leah, and uh, today we are talking about my new uh, um, hate, uh, passion, (laughs) obsession, obsession, my hate read, my uh, I wish I would have never heard of these books. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I actually spent actual money on it to purchase it, so now I have to finish it.
1: Yeah, you are pretty hardcore with the obsession of not ever stopping a book if you don't like it. I yeah. very easily, I think sometimes, especially with audiobooks, if I hear a narrator's voice or they say words weirdly, I just am like,
0: Meow. <laughs> skip yeah, this no, book. I will finish what I fucking start, which is a good thing most of the time, yeah. but a real bad thing when it comes to <laughs> shitty-ass books. So, Especially
1: books that are this long.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, and the book. I mean, are... I have them. I bought it as an ebook, uh-huh. and I mean, I have my font at like fairly small. I'll show uh-huh. you my font. Like this is what I read. Oh, that's like, ridiculous! It's, it's teeny, yeah. teeny, tiny. That's ridiculous. And it is. I'm currently on page two thousand two hundred and twenty-six. So you can only imagine at like <laughs> normal font size. Look at my font size. Yeah, mine is not <laughs> a third of the size of your you know, font size. My so mom... you <laughs> this would be six thousand pages <laughs> long. My font size is so
1: big today. I was waiting for lunch for us and there wasn't so many people around. But I was reading my book <clears throat> my ebook while I was there and I was thinking they're in a scene right now where he's going down on her and there's a lot of explicit words happening, and I wondered if people could also read what I'm reading. And would they be like, this chick is reading fucking porn out in public? And I would be like, Yes, I am. Yes I am. And not just regular porn. This is <laughs> this is porn with a bull rider. That is the theme of this book. And he goes down on her while she's on the phone with her ex-boyfriend who's a real big douchebag because he was her doctor as a teenager. Blech. Blech. Yeah.
0: No, no good. No, don't like that. Right. <laughs> but you know, we did talk about it this summer where we saw that women do have the ability to read porn, porn in, in public, public. which
1: it's is great. And <laughs> not only e-books too, like regular books because the yeah. covers of them are like so fun and flirty and the girl's skirt is wisping in the yeah. air Marilyn Monroe yeah.
0: style. Yeah. Inside
1: yeah. that book, it's dirty. It's porn. <laughs> it's, porn.
0: it's just straight up porn. Or <laughs> some better than others, oh, but yes. uh, yeah, This one is in good, a way, I, I say, kind of wish that they would have had uh, a more graphic cover so we'd know if the porn was good or not because it is hard to tell on some of these books. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> put the
1: girl in a certain position on the cover. If it's tell me, is it gonna be missionary <laughs> with eye contact <laughs> or will we have
0: variations? Are in they this gazing
1: one? into each other's eyes in the cover? Or is he kneeling down he in front fade of her? to <laughs> the
0: next day or will we get details? Oh, I
1: can't. I can't wait to the next day. It burns inside of me. I just read this book that was called The Cheat Sheet. And mm-hmm. they were this like friends to lovers, which I'm not a big fan of the trope. Because you're not friends to lovers unless you have poorest communication ever for years and years where you guys don't even tell each other how you feel. And I hate that you so don't much like the bad communication I hate bad <laughs> communication trope it's the worst on the planet anyways This couple is, like, 15 years in love with each other, and they don't tell each other until they finally tell each other. And I think they get married, like, within one week.
0: Of course. But, you know, they have known each other for forever, so maybe the the quick marriage is not a bad thing. But what did we read? We haven't even said to people here what we're reading. I've read, and you've read the first part of this. This is a three-part story, and I'm actually... The book we're talking about today. ...150 pages in my teeny tiny font away from finishing this piece of shit. It's, uh... The All Souls trilogy, it's called. Uh, The first one is A Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. And Deborah, I fucking hate you. I do. I hate you with (laughs) a fucking passion. I am sorry. Your books are the fucking worst pieces of shit I have read in a very long time. (laughs) It's so ridiculous.
1: First of all, I started to read A Discovery of Witches uh, before I read uh, the court books Sarah J Mass, and so you had
0: no taste in books. At I that point.
1: What are you talking about? Still you my have favorite. Not
0: book. read. No. no, but you not read quality literature like Adi LaRue and Eleanor Oliphant. Yeah, okay,
1: those books are so. awesome too. But
0: still, I don't need to
1: have this like fancy pants literature for it to be my favorite. I don't mind like guilty pleasure books I don't being mean my favorite guilty play- books.
0: Pleasure books either, but this is not guilty pleasure. This is just bad. <laughs> this is boring. They made a Netflix series
1: of it. I know. That and is I don't, massively popular. It's on HBO, I HBO series. Yeah.
0: I don't Super understand popular, why. Excellent I do not. Series. I really do not understand. For a few reasons. Um, so basically, to quickly describe what the frick this book is. And, I mean, we're in present time. In Oxford, it starts. With mm-hmm. our main character, Diana. Uh, and Diana Bishop is a 30-ish uh, professor at the university there. She's a tenured professor at Yale. Yeah. And she's currently in Oxford studying and teaching uh, because she studies alchemy as her um, like her, her thing. That's what she studies. That's what she teaches. That's her, her thing. And she calls up, and it turns out that uh, Diana is also a witch. And in this present world we live in humans are supposed to be unaware of the presence of witches demons and vampires but so far there's not been a single human they have met in these entire three books that don't actually know of the existence of these creatures hmm. so this is like the worst kept secret in the whole fucking world because okay. everyone knows about it and wherever they go they're like oh, no one can know about us but everyone fucking knows and they tell right. everyone all right. the time a vampire Oh, I'm are demons. And Diana is the witch, and she's the bishop witch. And bishop witches are powerful, but she doesn't practice her magic. And she is proud of being ignorant, and she's proud of of resisting the urge to, to use her magic. And she doesn't want to use it, and she's very like obnoxious about it. And then she calls up all these documents in the Oxford Library, in the Bodleian, and one of them comes up, and it doesn't have like a proper slip and stuff, they talk a bit about it, and then the book won't fucking open, and she puts mm. her hand on it, something happens, yeah. it opens up, she re- looks at it a little bit, it's a bit weird, she hands it back, it goes back down in the stacks. Uh, and she she's the, the only
1: person that has seen this book in- And
0: <clears throat> Yeah, but this, we don't know this at this point, like, it's okay. just another book. And then, as soon as she does that, the whole fucking Bodleian is now full of vampires, witches, and the demons... To, like uh, which them she, there, like, she a beacon. Knows, which she knows because she can feel their eyes on her like vampires feels like ice and snowflakes, and demons feel like sparks and witches feel like something else I don't know she can feel their their eyes on her anyways okay. and witches cannot lie to each other and there's this awful witch Peter Knox, who tries to break into her brain,
1: yeah,
0: and then there's the handsome vampire Matthew.
1: And they pass each other at Oxford. And no, there's. No, I mean,
0: he stalks her, he breaks into her house. There's an instant connection, like so he stalks her. And not the even he, an instant connection. No, he, but
1: it's the instant pull to each other because they ended
0: up being mated, faded, yeah, but mates. It's, it, but yeah, maybe if you watch the TV show, they managed to convey this. In this book, at no point, even though they say it with words many, 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 many times. Yeah. I still, after finishing almost all the way through the third book, do not understand why Matthew and Diana are together because they have zero chemistry. They have Hmm. zero compatibility. I don't understand why they like each other. And my biggest thing with this book is like... We get descriptions of Diana. She, her hair changes when she moves in time because she's also a time walking, we find out in book number two. And a very powerful witch is a weaver. She can create new magic. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's like the witchiest of all the awesome witches in the world of witches. And Matthew, of course, is the... I mean, he is everything. He's everything. Literally, he is, he is everything. How old is he? He's 1,500 he's a a thousand. years <clears throat> yeah. old. And he is... And that's why he's everything, because he has... But it's not even why he's everything. He is everything because he is he is everything. Like, they won't stop. He's like a spy. He's a, an enforcer. He's an assassin. He's a prince. He's a vampire. Mm-hmm. He's a scientist. He's a, a doctor. Like, too. he is everything. Like this review for the second book that I sent to you <laughs> yeah. says... Like, Diana is still the most awesomest witch ever who can do nothing practical when trouble finds them, they change location and this is true for the whole three books as soon as they're any trouble they move to one of their other houses and they have a fucking million houses I am annoyed to say they were just given a castle in France very recently in this book which Diana didn't like because it wasn't as cozy as she'd been told that it was, would be um, because she's a fucking horrible person on top of that <laughs> Matthew isn't just a highly intelligent vampire. He's also friends with anyone who matters. And this is true. Like, this is so ridiculous in this book. Like, in book two, they go back to 1590s or, like, 1580-something. Okay. And he is friends with the Queen. He is friends with William Shakespeare. Yeah, he yeah. Is friends. Like, he knows every person of historical significance Ever. and was best friends with them. Yeah. All of them. <gasps> hmm just like he was like going along living in his time going like this person's gonna be remembered by history let's go make friends right right you know like he fucking knows everyone it is ridiculous he is also a member of two powerful secret organizations and a spy Mm -hmm. Uh, and he yeah and he's an assassin and he's I mean he's all of these things it is absolutely ridiculous and he's like incredibly powerful and influential and like this review says these two are like super paranormal heroes whose fatal flaws are their incredible stupidity and inability to plan ahead because this is the only true thing throughout these three books mm-hmm. is that they know that this book that Diana manages to call up the Ashmole 782 uh, which is the book of life which is the witch's first grimoire it holds the secret to these three um, otherworldly creature or like supernatural creatures witches, demons and vampires so everyone wants it for their own reasons like the witches think it's the first grimoire the vampires think it's the book of life that explains their existence (coughs) demons is highly unclear why they want it but they want it too Um, so when she she gets this book and her this whole story is kind of tied to the book it's missing three pages so they're hunting down these pages in time no, not even (laughs) Because all the pages are in the present time. So Hmm. they're going back to 1590s, is for Diana to learn to be a witch, which, yeah, she gets some teachers. A few of them get killed for associating with her. That's okay, I guess. (laughs) She gets very upset that people die on her behalf, but she's also incredibly stupid. She's not careful. She Hmm. is like extravagant in everything she does. She attracts attention Hmm. everywhere. She's not cautious. She's not careful. And then she's like, oh no. People are dying because of actions I made. That's a shame. And now I'm going to be all brooding about it. And Mm. it's like, fuck, plan ahead. And instead of then uh, actually spending the time when she's back in time learning to be a witch, she trapezes off through Europe first to a little tour to France to meet (laughs) her dead, her Matthews. Father, who is a vampire, he's his sire, I guess, and the head of the the Claremont um, family. Yeah. And he is uh, dead in present time. Right. So she gets to meet him, and it's this whole thing that basically affects everything going forward. He was the best part of that. He makes her his daughter, a Hmm. blood-sworn daughter, and all of this and that. And then they go trapezing off to Prague, in, in search of the book, granted, but... At no point does she actually spend any time learning to be a witch. Like, she just does these other things. And when she goes to Prague, the emperor there is like falls in love with her and wants to, to, to take her from Matthew. And, and he knows that Matthew and her are mated and married, but because the covenant, which is like the council of witches, vampires, and demons, mm-hmm. they made an agreement saying, a covenant saying that they should never mix. Um, he knows, because he knows of vampires and witches and demons existence, that these two cannot be together for real, so he's like, fair game, I'm gonna take Diana, and Diana's like, uh, don't like you, he's like, don't care, I'm an emperor, <laughs> uh, and he basically molests her on and off uh, not fully, but like no, he grabs yeah. her inappropriately and just makes Matthew very angry and brooding, and, and Matthew is like, yeah he's made it to Diana, he's in love with her, but he doesn't sleep with her yeah, that's weird. And then uh, yeah, he uh, he doesn't have time I guess he's so busy with his spy work and his shit. <laughs> and then when they're at um, in France with the with Philip like Matthew's father. Yeah. Um they have the wedding. Yeah. And this I mean so boring. I, I fell asleep so many times <laughs> reading about this. This is uh, like book two book one is like Twilight for Grown Ups. Yeah.
1: That's what I, bad. Like, I
0: didn't remember it being
1: so dull the way
0: that you are describing Book it. Book 1 is like Twilight for grown up but boring. Book 2 is a history lesson. And that's all it is. It's mm-hmm. every influential historical person in the fif- late 1500s is introduced by name because they meet them all. And like, <laughs> I don't know half of these people because no. I'm not up to speed on like scientists in the late 1500s. Okay. So I'm like, who the fuck is this person? Like, I don't know and I don't care, but yeah. I think it's great that you hang out with them, I guess, sure. uh, listening to their talks. But and it gave then, no purpose to the book? None. And then it's like the... Uh, there's also the stupidity that keeps coming back into it because there's like Christopher Marlowe, who's apparently a writer. I'm not, he was competing with William Shakespeare at the time. Like okay. he wrote something else that's very different. And his name is Kit. And in this book, they make him gay and they make him in love with Matthew. And when she goes back in time, she's like, oh, I can't wait to speak to him. I'm so, I love his book and blah, 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 blah. And then when they get there, Kit's like, fuck, I don't like this lady. She's taking my man. Yeah. So he's like, a horrible to Diana like the whole time and he betrays her I don't know five times yeah. and still at the end he's like come outside with me uh, lady Diana like uh, we should go on a walk and, like, <laughs> and she's like oh this is a great idea by this person who's betrayed me so many times I shall do that and then it's like surprised when he's betrayed her again yeah. and he's like fuck just learn learn yeah. and every time she's in a situation where she's hurt or threatened she can't defend herself She's completely fucking useless. No practical skills whatsoever. So she's a witch. Most powerfulest, witchiest of all the witches. But she can't fucking even protect herself or keep herself safe at any point. No. Ever. I actually have this problem with witches
1: altogether (laughs) in a lot of these books. And I think I've said this to you before. Was that... Witches rely on having to do things in order to get power. Like, they have to be fast and scribe, or they have to, like, get all of these ingredients that are ridiculous and then make some sort of soup with it. <laughs> and then yep. throw it in the air or in some sort of circle on the ground. Or They need lots of candles all the time.
0: <laughs> but not Diana. But not Diana. Diana no. has the magic on her inside, and she doesn't even have to speak. Exactly. She doesn't even have to move her fucking hands. She can just need for it to happen, or want for it to happen, then it will happen, but still, at every situation where she should be in a situation where it's like, shit, I need to get away from these people that yeah. are trying to kill me, or I want to get away from these people that are trying to kill me, nothing, nothing, oh yeah, she gives birth to a fucking fire dra- dragon that flies out of her chest and is now her familiar, it's also a thing, which is like, yeah, mm. this is now your familiar but they don't get along they don't particularly like each other she has to force this thing back into her chest to carry it around so where it doesn't fly out it just goes off on its own she has zero control over it and it's like it's fucking it's a part of you like what
1: the fuck i think i th- i think i saw this in the second season cuz i never read the second book but i watched the series and i have to say the series is good except Diana is to a T what she is in the book, which means that she is, like, pretentious and
0: incredibly dull. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I think this, this is my, my biggest struggle with all this, because Matthew keeps getting described as very, very ha- uh, handsome. handsome and, yeah. and, and Diana is astonishing, remarkable, it reminds him of the goddess Diana, you know, all of yeah. this and that. But the way she's described in every description, all I see is a slightly overweight, frumpy person who doesn't dress appropriately like who dresses in very cheap ill fitting clothes. yeah, and there's this is whole thing in book two, okay where they go back in time, and Diana can no longer wear her worn out yoga pants, right, which is a big <laughs> problem because she needs stretchy pants, and in the 1500s, ladies have to wear skirts. but never fear, Matthew. Can also sew. So, he... He can also sew. I mean, if you're 1,500 years old, you would also be able to learn how to make clothes. He cuts up and sews together a pair of his hose, so she can have something (laughs) resembling her beloved stretchy black pants. And this is, like, a whole (laughs) chapter of this.
1: Oh, yeah, but even in the television series, the clothing is, like, a a big, 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 big big, big part. And you watch her get dressed for,
0: like... 30 Um, minutes. Okay, you try reading about her, get dressed in, like, (laughs) five chapters. I wouldn't be able to. Like, skirt after skirt and all of this. And then, I mean, after the wedding, they finally consummate their marriage. Mm. Which you're like, you've waited a good book and a half for this at this point. Okay, If you thought they had any attraction or were suitable, or understand why they're together, why they even like each other, which I don't. Okay, And then it comes to the sex, which is, like, the most boring. It was halfway fade to black, and the shit that wasn't fade to black was boring and stilted and like my favorite reviewer said these two uh, and it's both boring, sexy and ever, total snoozer these two have about as much passion and chemistry as worms mating oh worms and I'm not joking, this is a very accurate description I do not know how worms mate me either, (laughs) but I can see that it's all you have to do is read this 60 million page long book and you'll get there (laughs) Oh, excellent. Just that. Great. Yeah, yeah. And we haven't even been able to speed it up because I'm fucking reading it. Right. Which is like my biggest pet peeve right now that I'm not fucking listening to this and I could run it at like I would speed it up to two times the I pace. I would
1: have never been able to listen to this book because it's British narration and slow I would have just fallen asleep constantly. But even reading it I've fallen asleep. Just, I think I, How long have I, I been really at this I really liked the first book. I thought it was like Creative and interesting. I, I like it when they're so
0: good. Like, yeah, but she's not in the first book. I'm, she is not. And the thing is that there's so much continuity errors in the first book that I, it took mm, me out of the story all, all the, the time. I know. I because over it's those. like so much of the continuity issues, and then it's just like. It's all the Twilight things, but without the charm of Twilight, if you want. At least Edward and Bella had chemistry. Like, yeah. at least when you read that book, like, you're rooting for the love story. It's, like, yeah. at the center of the story. At the center of the All Souls story is a fucking book yeah. and history. Right. That's it.
1: Yeah.
0: And Diana, she will be... Ang- and it's also the way it's written, which I have a, a big issue with. Because it's written as if... Um, we're supposed to read between the lines and understand stuff, but it's not explained. So it jumps in the story, where it's like, this situation, blah, blah, and then we get her reaction, and we're supposed to be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But it doesn't, because they forgot to tell us, like, what happens in between, like, what's been said to get her to react like this. Like, it's so many of these where it's like, I wish there would have been an editor. They could have been like, this is too much history lesson, we do not okay. need these 60 pages Editing of description. Down. And then... Hmm this passage here doesn't really flow because now Diana is pissed off and we don't know why because you've got to tell us what actually happened hmm. and there's so many of those that it's it's just it's uh, ridiculous
1: from being a television show i think that it's gotten a lot of hype and maybe the show is better than the book I mean it sounds probably. like it's better than the books
0: and well, it probably had other writers helping with the but Deborah
1: Harkness is a part of it and she is active on Twitter and social media during every episode that was released yeah. and I gotta say I would like follow it I would see what she would say and uh how she thought the episode went and what she thought about it and stuff like that and how Accurate it was to what she had envisioned when she was writing and she seems really really proud of it.
0: Yeah but clearly someone gave it two free reigns. Like I'm sorry, but mm. this is like the most boring book I've ever read. And I've read It's like, not the most boring T V show though. I have read textbooks in school. I mean this puts <laughs> me to sleep yeah. more than any like I've rarely slept so early and so well as uh, since I started reading these books and it's been like weeks now. Like I usually finish books quickly. Right. But it cannot because it just puts me to sleep. Yeah. Immediately, Like, I have... I feel like I have head wounds from dropping my freaking phone on my face so many times. because it's so dull I that I just keep sleeping. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, okay, so safe to say you're not going to be watching the TV show? I don't want to dedicate any more time to this piece of shit. And honestly, like, I went and looked at uh, whoever's casted at these people. Yeah. And, well, she's too pretty. Diana is not pretty in the book. Like, she is... They say she is, but... They describe her as frumpy and and, yeah. and overweight, and I don't know. Like she's not described at all. The is not overweight at all. No, like, yeah. but I, I feel
1: like she's like she's a little frumpy though. They dressed her frumpy.
0: But I mean, she has like the worst, and then and then like the descriptions, like it was driving me insane. Like I do yoga. You do yoga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of yoga in this book, in book one, and I also do horseback riding. Yeah, Mm. you you horseback ride a bit too there's fucking tons of (laughs) descriptions of horseback riding and she's like like innately good at these things and it's like oh I used to ride horses so much growing up and then we see her childhood home and there's not a fucking horse in sight and no one's around horses and it's like where when you said you grew up poor you said you did like yeah I think the best and the only good part about these books, the only only good part about Tell these me. books, is the house in, uh, like the witch house. In, okay. I Fucking love that house. Yeah. It sighs when people go in because it's tired of people, <laughs> and if you misbehave, it will just lock you in. It will grow <laughs> extra rooms I love as it when needed. Have personalities. It will like bring out stuff. It will steal shit from you and then return them to you when they feel like you need it. And it, it would be like just. I love that house. It I could have read a whole book just about that house. That's awesome. Alright, so what do we say? I say don't fucking read this piece of shit. It's <laughs> watch the show. Okay. Alright. Watch the show.
1: On HBO. Check it out. You're yes. gonna love Philippe. He's so handsome.
0: Yeah, he's a fucking asshole in the book <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, he's not, but he is. I don't think I've
1: ever heard you swear as like, much in he our life than you he have is, in this like... one single episode.
0: Oh, I have rarely hated a book as much as I hate this. <laughs> and I'm not even done yet. Like, it will probably take me to the end of the weekend to get through these 150 pages because I've got to sleep so much.
1: <laughs> oh. Well, that's what you can prescribe then. Screw melatonin. Read (laughs) Discovery, which (laughs) is
0: particularly book two and three, and you will have no problem sleeping. Excellent.
1: All right, guys. Next week we're on to maybe a little more interesting love story. We'll see.
0: Catch you later. Bye. We'd rather be reading. Is an original podcast by Jerica Siron and Leah Sanfer. The music for The Penguins, written and performed by David Allred from the album The Transition, courtesy of Erased Tapes. Please check him out on Spotify and check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at We'd Rather Be Reading and, and Twitter at We'd Rather Read. You can also email us at Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.